So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Got a review for six steps to seven figures on Amazon.com. Five stars. Amazing read. A must for agents who want to blow their business up. Six steps to seven figures was an amazing read. Pat breaks it down to simple, actionable steps that if taken will almost guarantee seven figure success in the real estate business. Also, check out his Real Estate Rockstar podcast. Couldn't recommend this enough. This is from Garo215. That's Garo215. Thank you, Garo, for reading my book. And I appreciate that. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a trifecta returning guest. I got Mr. Ricky Carruth coming back. Man, and we are lucky to have him coming back. He uh, organically got one of the most downloaded episodes uh, last time he came on, which was 2016. And uh, I'm excited. He's up to a lot of new things. And uh, we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk a little bit about you know, um, why is it that some agents survive market crashes and why others don't? And should you be doing things today that will ensure you'll survive a market crash should it come? Uh, so anyways, uh, that among many other things. So anyways, uh, Ricky, welcome back to Real Estate Rockstars. Appreciate it, man. Always a pleasure to, uh, to be on your show. Like you said, we had the, some of the most downloads, I guess, on one of your, on, you know, some of your Highly uploaded down, uh, episode. Yeah, number 469. It was called uh, One Solo Agent Simple Secret for 100000 in Monthly Commissions and an 80% Profit Margin. I mean, who wouldn't listen to that, right? <laughs> I got a lot of traffic off that, too. A lot of people called and said, hey, I, said, you know, I heard John Pat Hyven and all that stuff. So, you know, it, it was great. So, you know, pleasure to be back. Good to see you again. You too, boss. Um, so why don't you give everybody a little rundown on yourself, uh, Ricky, so they can get to know you better. Well, I uh, let's see. I mean, long story short, started out roofing houses with my father, got into real estate when I was 20, made a million dollars by the time I was 23, lost it all in the market crash. So during the market crash, I learned the most about the business myself. I had the most personal growth during that time. Uh, came back stronger than ever once I realized this business is about long-term relationships. The problem was I was thinking too short-term and really not didn't really care about the relationships. So 
I took that theory, tested it out, it worked. And so then we had another mini crash. The BP oil spill actually hit our area really hard. And uh, when I made more money that year than I made the year before, that's when it was like a, my aha moment. And I, I thought, you know, I can make it through anything. So that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to move to Remax. I always wanted to be at Remax, but I was kind of scared of the desk fee. So I wanted to get my sales consistent before I moved to Remax. So that's kind of where that happened. That was in 2010. So I moved to Remax in 2010. And so I just combined what I learned through the crash with this incredible brand. And um, by 2014, I was the number one Remax agent in the state of Alabama. And I'm a solo agent. I've sold 100 properties a year since 2014. This year, I cracked 125, 26, something like that. I had two today, so i got to figure out where I'm at. But uh, <laughs> uh, just over a million dollars in GCI. You know, like well, the last show, we talked about my, new, my, my first book, Zero to Diamond. I wrote a second book this year, List to Last, How to Survive Every Real Estate Market Crash. Uh, I started documenting my journey through a YouTube blog, The Daily Grind. And uh, that brings us to today, man. Just uh, living the dream down here on the beach, doing what I love to do. Um, a lot of people see me on that show and watch my Facebook stuff, and, and they just they think that I'm working 24-7, and they're wondering if I take any time off. And really, the truth is I'm off all the time because this is like a hobby to me because I love it so much. When you do what you love to do, it's just not, not a job. So um, I think that gives you a good rundown on where I'm at up to this point. So 2018, I expect to be humongous. Um, I'm, I'm speaking around the country now. So next year, I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling. I'm going to be selling real estate and doing the other side um, at the same time, which you can do now with technology. I can be anywhere in the country and handle deals. Um, and I can be here and, you know, uh, Any, anywhere in the world, really. I mean, we yeah, had, anywhere in the world. you know, we just had a episode uh, come out. I'm going to look it up, but um, you know, they were in, they live in Mexico, right? You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, Chris Arnold, I believe uh, episode 590, you know, lives in Mexico and uh, you know, does, does everything from Mexico, which is awesome. Sells in Dallas, where, Texas, you know? Technology, you know, um, it uh, a lot of a lot of agents, naive agents, are kind of scared that technology will replace real estate agents. But really, the truth is, it can't replace real estate agents because real estate is so unique. You have to have that one-on-one -on -one connection, and and you have to be consulted, uh, personally consulted by someone who's who's really in the market and an expert in the market. Um, you know, you, you can't get that online or anything. So technology isn't going to replace us. People are still going to need others to consult with. Technology is just making everything easier for us agents. So we can do anything from just about anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love it. I, I, I love a couple of things, you know. You know, the first thing I love is uh, that you're a listing-focused agent because I think we're, we, you know, that's something we believe in here at Real Estate Rockstars that, you know, you need listings to last. And we're going to talk about how, you know, the listing agents are like cockroaches pretty much in a downturn because they don't, you know, it's very hard to kill them. Uh, where it's very easy to kill buyer agents. They're more like ants mm -hmm. in a downturn. You see them just run and get other jobs and get out of the business. Um, 
But the other thing I love about you is, you know, you lost a million dollars because I know I myself lost a million dollars. So I think that, you know, I have a lot of respect for people that have, that can actually say that they've lost a million dollars because it means you've been through a season. You know what I mean? Like you've, you've, I heard a guy talk recently, he says, you know, uh, he doesn't hire people for his executive team unless they've been through a season, which means they've gotten their head kicked in and lost a million dollars or or lost or had to close a company or basically, you know, had a really, really bad year or season because they're too optimistic and they're not uh, rational enough with the decisions. They're not offense and defense. Uh, so he just won't hire him for his executive team. So, so, you know, I like that about you too. So let's talk a little bit about a uh, subject at hand, but first of all, you're going to do hundred and let's say 40 units or so uh, in 2017 uh, pretty much you're doing all these solo, right? You're doing them by yourself now, or do you have people helping you? No, no, I just still have just the one assistant. Um, Amazing. What's your, I mean, what is your profit margin now with just one assistant? Let's see. I, I see. Let's say I make 1.1. I spend about 300 in taxes. Uh, yeah, forget about taxes. Not, taxes don't count, but you spend know. another 150 on my on my business with paying my assistant all the advertising. Um, it's about it as far as business goes. 700, you think you net 700 before taxes? Mm, maybe if you take out my personal living expenses too. I mean, yeah. otherwise I'm looking at about 900. Oh, wow. Even better. Even better. Yeah, that's, 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 that's some crazy stuff, man. That's great. Everybody should be learning from Ricky. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about um, a downturn. First of all, why why'd you want to talk about this subject? Well, I think, uh, I think it goes hand in hand with, with when the market's great. It's the same strategies as, you know, when the market's down or when the market's good. It's all about relationships. So I think the biggest thing is, is mindset. You know, like you said, if nobody's ever been through a season or a downturn and lost everything, they don't, they don't see it coming at all. They don't realize what's going to happen. And, and so they're just blindsided when it does happen. And so really with, with all, everything I'm doing outside of my real estate business, as far as writing and speaking and all that stuff, my overall big goal, my, my big why is that I really want to, I genuinely want to reduce the failure rate in the industry. It's, it's, it's a crazy, love, it. love that goal. It's a, it's a crazy high rate. And I think, uh, and I think a lot of it is, I mean, like one big reason, like there's a couple of things, but a couple of my theories is one, most people, when they get to the age where they start working, they go to work for somewhere by the hour. And so they get paid for just being there. Doesn't really matter how, what they produce. See, I grew up roofing houses where I got paid for how many shingles I laid. So I got paid based on results and production. So when I got into real estate, it was a really easy transition because real estate's the same way. I think a lot of people are uh, programmed subconsciously. They don't realize it, but they're just kind of programmed to be, to, to get paid for just being there. And I think when they try to transition in real estate, it's really tough for them to make that transition and they don't even realize why they're just conditioned to, to just get paid for being there instead of getting paid for your results. I think that's a big thing for people because real estate so do or die. I mean, you have to hit the ground running so hard just to survive, you know, just to make that first deal. Um, when I started, it took me eight months to make my first sale. And we didn't have Zillow, Trulia, 
Facebook dialing systems. We didn't have any of the technology that you yeah, had. Yeah, indeed, right? It was a picking up the phone, looking at a piece of paper. So, so let's let's do this, Ricky. Let's do this now. Let's let's reduce the failure rate of real estate agents across the world right now, right this minute on this podcast. Like, let's say, right? Let's not guess. Let's just say, if you knew, if Ricky knew, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that tomorrow, right, we blow up North Korea, and all hell breaks loose and the market freezes because everybody's glued to the television set, figuring out what is going to happen. Is a biological weapon of anthrax going to be dropped on our major city? Um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going dark here. What do we do? Now, this is happening. You know this is happening. This is, this is happening today. What is Ricky Carruth? Everyone's listening. Ricky Carruth, please give us advice on what we should do today. Well, number one, this is a horrible time for the country if that happens. But number two, it's an incredible time in real estate if that happens. Okay, so there's a couple things that happen whenever um, a market's going to crash. You know, something big happens. Okay, even if it's a mild crash or if it's a really big crash. Okay, so whenever a market crashes, we have a downturn. Say it's ten percent or fifty percent or whatever, right? What happens is, is prices go down, transactions go down, okay? But there's something else that goes down, the number of real estate agents, okay? So I believe that through all my studies that, that it's kind of relative to the amount of transactions that go down, we have more of a percentage of agents that leave the business. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. So if we have a mild, um, if we have a mild one, say ten percent, and our transactions go down ten percent, there's less transactions, but we're probably going to lose twelve to fifteen percent of our agents because the slightest downturn scares all those agents. That well, yes, and I think what everyone needs to realize, but though, is, is, is this is not a fast process, right? I mean, no. prices don't go down until somebody's able to count them and, and decide and average them together and a newspaper prints it technically, right? Mm-hmm. Or the board of realtors prints it. It doesn't really exist until it actually has time to, to happen. So prices go down because transactions go down because everyone's, like I said, glued to the television set or not mm-hmm. buying. It doesn't matter what happens. If something happens to decrease the number of units, then listings stay on the market longer 
and thereby need to reduce their prices. And then when they reduce their prices, then prices go down. And of course, as units go down, the number of agents that could sell things by just being a lockbox key and all they got to do is show up and let people in goes down. All those people go away. But that all takes time. Like, like what? what? It takes time. But here's the thing. As soon as the big crap, as soon as we bomb South Korea and everybody starts being glued to the TV, the agents that don't know what's going on, that's when they're going to start not selling anything because they don't know. They don't have the right mindset. Okay. So it might take them a couple months to actually get out of the business but they start not selling immediately. Yeah, well, here's my the, mor the moral of the story is you should always be looking for people that have to sell because when, when stuff like this happens, you want sellers to be like, dude, I, I can't wait this out. Drop it 50 grand now. I need to sell. I mean, that, those are the type of sellers. Those are the type of listings you want and it doesn't hurt to start only working with people or focusing on people that have to sell, not just people that want to sell because – you know, all of a sudden they got this equity in their house and they can move up to something with one more bedroom. I mean, that, that would not be the ideal uh, listing and buyer in a market that's going down. Check it out, Pat. Here, here are my strategy out here. When a market goes down, transactions go down, more agents leave the business than transactions, okay? So, so my theory there is that there's more transactions per agent during the downturn of the agents that stay, okay? So that's the first thing. The second thing is, out of the agents that stay, how do they stay? Okay, Here, here's where we get into what you're talking about. It, when a market crashes or there's a downturn, it makes buyers and sellers jump. Okay, they, The buyers want to buy because it's so cheap, and they want to buy right now before it comes back up. And the sellers have to sell because the market crashed on them. They weren't prepared. They, they're in a bad situation. Okay, so, so you get the best of both ends. You get buyers that are motivated because they want to buy it cheap. They got sellers motivated because they got to sell. Okay, the crash creates opportunities. Now, mm -hmm. if you're the agent who is has that mindset, you realize what's going on. At that point, all you do is cold call property owners and say, hey, do you want to buy because it's so cheap? Do you want to sell because you have to? Or are you just going to hold? Are you just riding this thing out to see where it goes? I okay. love that. Okay, let's, let, can you repeat that again? Those three choices, right? Let's just say everybody writes down those three choices and puts them up on their wall. What are they? There, there's really four. The first one is they want to buy because it's so cheap. Buy okay. because it's so cheap. Yeah, and, and, and they want to buy right now because it's fixing to go back up. You know, maybe, I mean, even, even the, 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 the big crowd. Buying on a dip, right? Yeah, you're going to buy on a dip. I mean, if it's a small dip, it's only going to be here for a second, you know, six months, eight months. So you got you got to get it now. If it's a big crash like we just had when prices went down 50%, you know, I mean, it was the worst crash in real estate. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen again. I mean, even 9-11, you, you know, the market only sucked wind for literally like three or four months after that, you know, and, and that was yeah. a complete disaster, right? And, and, well, and but, but 2008 was another story because, you know, you had – the, all the banks crashing. And then when they tried to come back, they wouldn't give anybody loans anymore. So, you know, mm -hmm. it was, it was hard as hell to get to borrow money for several years, you know? So there was a lot more happening there than just a catastrophic incident. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the one of 2008, I mean, you know, I mean, nothing can really compare to that. I don't think we'll see that anytime soon, but you know, here's the thing. We're going to see crashes. I mean, it's going to happen. You know, maybe next year, five years, 10 years, 20 years. We don't know when, but 
we need to have the right mindset going into it. See, when you, when you see a lot of people operate in fear and if, if you're prepared mentally where you know that you, you, you're prepared mentally and you have the right mindset for when a market crashes, now you have security and you have this huge weight lifted off your shoulder because you understand, you understand how the, the, the fact that you don't have to worry, basically. Um, when you don't have to worry about your future, that, and that's really what I'm trying to do here with lowering the failure rate in the industry is reduce that fear rate where you can make it if the market's a downturn. So even if a market doesn't downturn for 10, 20 years, it can downturn next year. If you understand these philosophies, then you're fine. You don't have to worry about anything. You can keep pressing forward. So, so they, they either want, you're going to cold call property owners during this time. You're going to be one of the only people because nobody else is going to do this. They don't, they don't know. Right, and you're going to call them, and they're either going to want to do one of three things: they're going to want to buy because it's cheaper, they're going to sell because they're in trouble or scared, or they're just going to hold on. Now, the people that hold, all three of these scenarios are, are opportunities to start lifelong relationships with these people, mm, right? To do future okay. future deals, okay? But the fourth scenario is that yeah, they want to buy, sell, or hold, but they have another agent already uh, in place. They already have another relationship established with another agent. So that's good to know. Now you don't have to waste your time anymore on that person. You go on to the next person. Yeah, I like, I like the fourth scenario because it's concrete. You know, I think there's too many leads out there right now that are, that are, that are not concrete and too many agents out there that are not asking that concrete question of, look, do you just want to hold? Do you want to do nothing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm out. Right? Go on to the next one. It, it, again, it reiterates really. the fact that we talked before about only dealing with serious people. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I'm on the fence there. That, that's not how I operate. I operate like this. If you want to hold. Okay. Tell me. If you want to hold, Pat Hyben, you want to hold. Okay, well, look, Pat, is there an agent in the area that you would work with if you were to do something? Okay. Oh, yeah, there, there is. Okay, great. I know that agent. He's a good agent. You're in good hands. Talk to you later. Be good. Holler at me if, you can, if I can ever help you. But if not, let's stay in touch. I would love to stay in touch with you and, and have the opportunity to work with you when, you when you decide the time's right to do something. And then, see, instead of throwing that lead away, that future lead that, that probably likes you enough to do a deal, they're just not ready yet, that's where I win. That's how I've gotten to a million and a hundred deals a year is by picking up those leads that, that people throw away. I incubate those into lifelong relationships and I, and I did it from a real conversation, not an internet lead or an email. You know, I did it from an actual conversation that we had where we established the fact that we like each other and that our, our personalities match up because we're talking on the phone and, you know, we sound like nice people. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, 
Simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. All right, Ricky. So let, let, let's look at it this way. Um, let's say I gave you a job, okay? And your job is to walk into an office with 100 agents there and they all are working or appearing to be working, right? And you know, again, that this downturn is going to happen tomorrow. And I say, Ricky, I want you to pick out the top 10 that are going to thrive in this downturn. And I want you to pick out the 50 of these 100 they're going to get out of business. So I'll repeat that. I want you to pick out the top 10. They're going to thrive in this market. And I want you to pick out half of these people that Mm. you know a year from now aren't going to be in business. So tell Mm. me what the people would be doing. First of all, the 50 that you pick that you know they're out of the business. What are they going to be doing most likely today that's wrong? Trying to convert leads. Mm. Okay, elaborate on that. Trying to convert to these 20 leads that they have trying to convert, just trying to pound them to death and not lead generating anymore. They just, they just get 20 leads and then that's it. So they're emailing, they're working on their business cards, they're trying to develop their, their website, they're working on everything except for lead generating, right? And they're making excuses because they're busy, they're doing stuff, but they're not doing what matters. The only thing that matters is new relationships with property owners. That's the only thing that matters, really, and developing your database full of these people who you've had great conversations with who like you enough to do a deal with you now or in the future. So, so basically, the people that are busy working the poor or average leads over and over again mm-hmm. versus the people that are you know, constantly hammering away to try to find leads that have to, you know, leads that have to sell, leads that have to buy. Right. Like rather than, you know, if you're spending two hours a day prospecting, you're saying you want to be prospecting, you know, trying to uncover that one piece of gold versus trying to uncover, you know, 20 pieces of coal. The conversion is in the relationship, the lifelong relationship. So so when when I'm calling property owners, I'm going for that long term relationship. I'm going for that lifelong relationship. I'm not even going after the deal. I'm trying to really pay attention on a deeper level of what their needs are and their needs may not be to buy or sell anything today. Right. But, but if that's the case and they're going to do something two years from now, okay, I'm not doing anything anyway for the next two years. As far as that, that, uh, that prospect is concerned, why not, you know, establish a relationship to, uh, to capture that deal in two years while at the same time I'm tr- going for deals today. See, it's called dual purpose. It's a, it's a term I've kind of come up with and it All means right. that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell everybody listening. What is dual purpose? It means that you have more than one reason for everything you do. Okay. Okay. Everything. Th- th- this is how I'm such a, str- such so strong as a single agent is because everything I do is for more than one reason. So I'm, ta- I'm, I'm knocking out so many birds with one stone at the same time. 
Okay, and that, that's how I'm able to multiply my time so well. That's why I'm able to do so many deals because I'm doing so many things at once. So, for example, if I'm calling, if I'm cold calling, right, property owners, I'm doing it to create lifelong relationships while at the same time trying to create business today. So there's, so there's a two-edged sword. I'm not just going after deals today and throwing everything else away. I'm going to capture everybody. Right. And so that's where the long, my long term business, that's why I'm where I'm at, because I started doing this 10 years ago. I mean, another example is when you uh, have a listing, you call owners around that listing, you're trying to get the word out about that listing and sell that listing while trying to create lifelong relationships with those people. You're just using the listing to get your foot in the door. Right. You're promoting that listing and you're, you might create a relationship with somebody who wants to do something with you now or later. And so there's so many reasons, you know, I think too many agents are, are too single purposed where they're only calling expireds to get a deal today instead of looking at the big picture where they could be calling expired to see if something works to do a deal. But if say that person took their, their house expired off the market and they genuinely do not want to sell anymore, you know, it didn't sell. So now they've decided I don't want to sell. Let's start a relationship with that person for two years from now when they decide it's ready, ready to go again. And too many agents will yeah, look at that. And or maybe ask them who they know that needs to sell, you know? Well, Pat, and not to go against you, I love all that, right? But, but to me, that, that's a, that's a, that's a no-no to me. And oh, really, tell me about that. Well, here, here's the reason, because okay. I'm so focused on the relationship with that person. So if I'm calling a person for the very first time, and I say, hey, Mr. Seller, you know, how you doing? The weather's good. Um, you know, don't want to take up too much of your time today, but, you know, da, da, da. Do you want to sell and all this? No. Okay, well, who do you know that might be interested in buying or selling anything in the area? Well, what that does, Pat, is that tells that owner, hey, you can't help me, right? You can't help me, but do you know anyone else that can help me? And so what it does is it turns to me, it turns the, the, the whole thing a 180. Instead of focusing on the person, now you've turned it into a thing that's about you mm. and how they can help you instead so what of do you do instead. Instead of you help them. Right. Well, I, I get ask, it, yeah. I ask them what is there anything I can do for them? Oh wow, and if, okay. And if, and if not, see I don't even ask them if they want to buy or sell. I just want to know if there's anything I can do for them. You know, I tell them market information, hey, a house sold, then if there's something I could do for you. Okay, no, well, look, is there an agent in the area that you would work with? See, if they say yes, I'm thinking about doing something, great, let's work that. We're going to do a deal. That's our, that's our deal we're going to pursue. But if not, let's establish a relationship for the future. Um, and then once I prove myself to you from staying in touch with you via email and postcards and whatever, however I stay in touch with you, and you want to refer people to me because I've proven to you that I actually care, great. And so I, that, that's um, how I've really, I'm telling you that this year I've made the least amount of phone calls in my career as far as cold calls go because um, I've made so many in the past. This year has been kind of the year of so many referrals, so many past clients, um, so much, so many people coming from all the marketing I've done over the years and everything. And a lot of it, it is directly from these relationships that I go so deep with. Mm. Um, so it, it, it's, it's the little referrals from people that you never even met before and you never 
were even referred to before, just, just randoms that you kept in touch with. Exactly. That too. That too. I'm just, I'm so like, even in my marketing, I'm not very high pressure. And so when you come across very low pressure, people feel comfortable with you. See, your, your job as a realtor really deep down is to make people feel comfortable with you, mm. right? Pe people can, pe people choose a real estate agent, not because you're number one, how many properties you sold, because anybody can put a property on MLS or show them property. They pick you because they like you and they feel comfortable with you. So the way that you do that is, is you are low pressure, number one, but you make you when you are comfortable, when you feel comfortable with them, they're going to feel comfortable with you. See, these, these agents that are new, that, that, that feel nervous, you know, they're calling people, they sound nervous, they show up, they're nervous. The prospect can tell that. And so now they feel nervous right back to them, and they're not comfortable. And that's why a lot of new agents, they go in, they think everything's good, but then they don't get the deal. It's because that homeowner knew that they were a newer agent, they were nervous and they weren't, they didn't feel comfortable with them handling one of the biggest investments of their life. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, you know, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are curious, um, you know, you're doing 12, 10 to 12 deals by yourself, one assistant, one, you know, not, not a buyer agent, right? Just an assistant. And, you know, like what CRM are you using now, Ricky, that's, that's helping you keep track of all this stuff going on? I don't have one. What? <laughs> I never got on that train, man. I uh, I send all my emails through Constant Contacts. I have everybody in my phone. I have a I have a note. How's your assistant? What she use? Uh, she doesn't have one. She uh, she just uses an Excel spreadsheet, or she just uses pieces of paper, or what? She puts a, uh, you know, we send um, postcards out. So we have a farming area that we send postcards out. That's a, that's a geographical area, area. And then we have our clients that have actually bought and sold through us. She puts those on the Excel spreadsheet, adds to the bottom every time we buy, every time we represent somebody, you know, they get on our postcard list. And, but there's no system as far as, you know, follow up or automatic emails or, uh, anything like that. I never really got into that because, and I know that you can custom customize your automatic emails to, to look personal and all this stuff. But, uh, I, I just never did get into that. You know, um, I'm a little old school, but I like it because I had to, I had to break, build my business on the old school, but now I'm using all this new school stuff. So it's like the perfect blend of old school and new school because I'm using a lot of social media now and, and doing a lot of that stuff. Um, I haven't jumped on the CRM wagon yet, but. Um, hey, man, if it's working for 10 deals a year, I mean, 10 deals a month, then, you know, stick with it. You know what I mean? If she understands it and you understand it, unless you think it could make you more efficient, you know, unless, unless you have things starting to fall through the crack, like you get the settlement and forgot to order the termite report or, or forget to show up at an open house or something like that. You know, that's another thing, you know, if it didn't broke, don't fix it. Um, you know, we have a good thing going. It, I, I try to build a team. I don't know if we talked about this before, but I did that back in maybe from 2012 to 2014. I went through about 12 agents and what I realized through my experiences was they're either really good and they leave you quick or they're bad and they suck all the energy out of you, you know, all that. Um, but at the end of the day, I kind of felt like I learned to me that there's two kind of agents. There's a manager 
who is a broker or team leader, and there's a salesperson. And that's what I am. And so when I was trying to build my team, I was trying to help these agents get going. It was taking so much time away from my actual sales. And it was very frustrating because I wanted to be in front of my clients. That's where, that's where I get my thrill. That's where, that's where I live, is in front of my clients, helping them buy and sell. And uh, so that's when 2014 is when I said I pulled the plug on the team. I said, I'm just going to focus on my clients and my assistant, and we're just going to take this thing and just go crazy. And that's what we did. And so you just have to try everything and figure out what works for you. Everybody does it differently. You know, a lot of people have success with CRMs. A lot of people have success with teams. You know, it's all good. You just have to figure out where you fit in the, in the whole scheme of things and then really drive that home. And that's what we did. We figured out that single agent for me was the best, most profitable, you know, easiest. And uh, the way we operate, we just, you know, we figured it out and then we just, you know, went full steam ahead. So that, that's what people have to do. They have to figure out what's best for them. And then uh, and, and have to try everything and figure it all out. And then when the dust clears, what's your best avenue? And then go as hard as you can. Wow. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And so you work out of your home and your assistant works out of her home? Is that how you have it set up? Oh, heck no. We're at the office all day. We're at the office all day. Okay, so yeah. tell me about that. Well, I don't want, I don't want my office and my home to, to blend. I want two different places. I want to go home and relax, and I want to come to the office and get down. So that's kind of what it is. You know, it's kind of a library for me. I get, I can come in here, I can focus. There's one task it's to buy and sell price to help people buy and sell properties. Um, when she's right next to me, she's at lunch right now, but when she's next to me, um, you know, when, if I need something, it's like, I need you to do this. And then if she needs something for me, she says, I need you to do this. And we're right on it. It's, it's like a well-oiled machine, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're right here. And actually, I have my videographer that he's in the other room because he's coughing because he's sick. But, you know, I have a guy, he follows me around with a video camera and videos everything I do, puts it on YouTube. You know, we do the Daily Grind show. I mean, that's a reality show on YouTube. So tell me about that. Like, uh, uh, you know, because I think there's, a, you know, if you watch some of these guys, obviously, you know, any big social media person, you know, Grant Cardone, uh, DJ Khaled, you know, any of these guys, you know, they have multiple people following them around with cameras and posting stuff constantly. So it's effortless for them. Right. And yeah, is that kind of the approach you're taking? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He works for me full time. He does, uh, he does episodes, you know, and which just like Ricky say something funny today or say something good today or say something, you know, inspirational. And then he's just f vlogging it. Right. Yeah, exactly. He uh, he doesn't really tell me what to say, when to say it. I just start talking, um, <laughs> you know. So I, I just I just live my normal life. You know, my normal life is like right now we're videoing this. Like my my normal life is selling property, inspiring people. Um, you know, I kite surf, so we get kite surfing in there. I go to the gym. We have a little bit of the gym in there. Um, you know, so we kind of mix it up a little bit, and we mix up the real estate and the inspirational stuff. So. Yeah, he works for me full time. We do the the uh, the vlog, and then he does other promotional videos for me. Um, it's kind of like a, a a TV show, right? Like a reality yeah. show, TV show for Ricky. For, yeah. You no, know, Ricky's life every single day, right? And you can watch him. You know what he's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's called the Daily Grind Show, and that's what it is. It it, it shows the grind every single day. Um, you know what I'm doing from setup sundown because. Yeah, a lot of new agents come into our office, and they look at me, 
and they, they see that I make a million dollars and they say, I can do that because mm -hmm. they see what I do on a daily basis. They say, you know, look at what he does. He just shows up. He makes a couple phone calls, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? He just, you know, and they don't, that what they don't realize is the full picture of number mm -hmm. one, the grind itself. They don't, they don't, they, there's, they can't hang with me. Number one, as far as stamina goes, I mean, I've been doing the, I mean, if you sell a hundred properties a year as a single agent since 2014, you gotta be a beast. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that is stamina. Right. Okay. And not only that, stamina. but do more and more and more every year. It's not even, it's not even that I'm plateauing. I'm still growing. And so there's that side of it. The other side is they don't realize how many phone calls I've made for the past 10 years to get where I'm at. They don't realize the, all the time, the really the blood, sweat and tears of the business, you know, of, of, making calls. Here's the thing, Pat, if you, if you make a hundred calls today, it's, it's like if you eat a cheeseburger, right? Your business isn't going to be much different tomorrow. If you eat a cheeseburger, you're not going to look much different tomorrow. Wow. But if you eat a cheeseburger every day for a year, yes, indeed. Then you're going to look a lot different. Yeah. Super phone calls every day for a year. Your business is going to look a lot different. Compound effect, right? Compound yeah. effect. You don't, you don't realize the little things that add up to be huge because you don't see it happen immediately. And that's what the new agents, they don't have patience. They want everything right now. And they don't want to go through the blood, sweat, and tears of actually building a real business. I think it's always like that too. You know, it's probably more prominent now, yes. But I think there's always in life, no matter whether you're in real estate sales or any sales, everybody wants a free lunch, right? Nobody, very, very few people understand that uh, nothing great comes without sacrifice. I hope somebody listening right now will take this to heart. If people would spend the same amount of time as they spend trying to figure out how not to work into actually working. <laughs> they'd be so far ahead. You know, people, I mean, the hours and money and time and effort people spend on trying to figure out how not to work, if they would just focus on working and actually producing. See, pe people don't want to make phone calls. I mean, that if, if you're not making phone calls, you're not going to make any money. You're just not. You can get internet leads. If you're a buyer agent on a team and your team leader's paying for leads and giving you leads, great. That's going to dry up when a market crashes, but, but, but good for you. If your dad is a real estate mogul or your mom and you came to work for them as a teenager and they spoon-fed you deals for a while until you got to where you could go on your own a little bit, great. Good for you. But if you weren't in that position where – you had a dad that, that was a real estate mogul or you're on a team. And even if you're on a team getting leads, it's, that's scary because those leads are going to dry up when the market crashes. And when the market crashes, what's that team leader going to do with you? Are they going to, are they going to adapt and find another role for you or, you know, figure something out for you? Or are you going to realize this now and wake up and say, okay, I need to create my own business. I need to create relationships with property owners and I need to be ready because the market is going to drop. I mean, it may be 20 years from now, but why not create a business that can withstand a market if it goes sideways, up, down, around, around, you know, that's my philosophies about it that, you know, you, you have to make phone calls to, to really survive. And if you're not making phone calls, you're not. Right. Yep. And those will be the ones that survived the downturn for sure. So listen, guys, I'm going to put everything that Ricky talked about today on hybendigital.com backslash Ricky C3. Ricky C and the number three. 
Ricky C and the number three. And uh, that's Ricky with a Y. And I'm going to put links to his vlog so you guys can start following his daily grind on there as well. And I will put uh, links to, you know, his email, cell phone, if you want to reach out to him, say, hey, thanks, Ricky. Thanks for sharing. Keep in touch with him, whatever. Now, what Ricky's going to do, he's going to take a step further. He's going to add something to the Real Estate Rockstars Agent Success Toolbox. Ricky, uh, what's your free gift today that you're bringing with you? Uh, I'm going to give everybody listening a copy of my free ebook, which is called How to Crush It in Real Estate. And really, it just gives you the basic um, foundation of the mindset uh, to actually get to a million dollars as a single agent. Here's the thing. Even if you want to be a team, you have to understand how to be a single agent before you can be a team. How can you be a team leader if you don't know how to train single agents? I mean, you got single agents under <laughs> you, right? So... If whether you're a team or a single agent, it doesn't matter. It's beneficial to you. So um, it's called How to Crush It in Real Estate, and it's for you guys. So just download it and uh, let me know what you think. Reach out to me. Ask questions, so on and so forth. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks, Ricky. And, uh, again, I'll put that on hybendigital.com backslash rickyc3. And uh, it will also be in the toolbox. We will put the free ebook inside of the toolbox, which you get on hybendigital.com backslash Toolbox or text the word toolbox to 444-999. Ricky, thanks so much for coming on the show today, buddy. I appreciate it. Enjoyed it, man. Always a good time. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.